0: Welcome to the Everything Eichler podcast brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. And I am here right now with Jason Nickerson, and he is the brand manager for BOG, a pretty dang cool Job title, pretty cool position, and he gets to do some pretty cool stuff. And we've actually hunted together, had a great time, became friends to the industry. Some of my best friends are actually because of people coming out here hunting with me or people I've met in the industry because they're very like minded people, and that makes it a lot of fun. But Jason came out and we kind of clicked and started just goofing off shooting together, whether it was pistols or rifles or shotguns. and we've got a lot of things in common talked about our families a lot of you know a lot of synergy there too but this is about the time that they were coming out with a brand new bog death grip so jason i want you to talk a little bit about it and i've loved it uh, you know a tripod's been my thing for a long time before you guys ever uh bought it from kim i was i was using you know, he had such a great idea. The movable head and the, you know, adjustable legs. There were so many things that I loved about, you know, about the bog pod. Um, then you guys came in there, uh, kind of rebranded a little bit, kept the main name, Bog, and you guys started kicking out some amazing things. And the death grip changed. It oh, everything. <laughs> it yeah, changed shooting everything. <laughs> It is. It's everything. Yeah.
1: Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so we came out here, I think it was three year, three summers ago, uh, and that's actually when we met, I believe that's right. And uh we were kind of shooting the Caldwell One Mile Challenger or whatever the name actually was of it. So I brought out this silver and yellow prototype and he's like, What in the world is that? Uh so we kinda got to I showed it off a little bit and it was actually a good working prototype and and uh Kind of everything went from there. but it We was were really, shooting a mile yeah, with we that prototype. So basically, you know, with this going prone to standing, I was able to kind of put it down. It's about the height of a nine-inch bipod when it's on the front of your gun or on the, in the prone position. So had that spread out. It looks a little awkward how long the legs are, but it works really well. You put a rear bag on, and that thing is solid as anything you can imagine.
0: Yeah, it's like shooting off a lead sled. That's what I tell guys. They're like, why do you carry something? Because on the, the different models that you have right now, you've got the carbon model, which, you know, I kind of fell in love with. Yeah. Uh, and then the aluminum model, the difference is what, seven and a half pounds on the carbon, and yep. I think eight and a half on, the aluminum. Half on the aluminum. Yeah. Um, so still a little bit of weight, but, you know, when it's sitting, or if I'm putting it in my backpack or a guy grabs they're like, ah, you know, man, Fred, this is pretty heavy. I'm like, you know what? Let me tell you something. When I'm guiding clients or when I have to make a shot myself, that stable shooting platform is the most important thing you can have. It doesn't matter what type of rifle you have, what kind of ammunition you're shooting. It doesn't matter what kind of binoculars. It doesn't matter how big the bull of the bull here is, is. If you can't make the shot, it's all for naught. Right. So. And that's the toughest thing in my profession. I mean, I I guide for a living for 20, I'm coming on 29 years while I'm getting old, but 29 years of taking people for whitetail, mule deer, elk, bear, you know, mountain lion, you know, all kinds of different animals. And when I get a guy in a position to, to take a shot, a lot of times they're shooting up a mountain, down a mountain, in the rocks, you know, in the sagebrush. Um, you know, I have guys sometimes with those, uh, you know, the gun-mounted bipods yeah. and and like, oh, this is going to be perfect. I'm like, no, no, it's not. The sagebrush is three feet tall, yeah. so you're welcome to go prone, but you're not going to see the animal at all. Yeah. So in some cases, those are great. But, you know, I found a lot of times, you know, in Colorado with our varying terrain and brush and, you know, you need to get above that. So to me, a sitting position uh, prone is great when you can do it. But a lot of times we're sitting, kneeling, standing, and you guys gave us that
1: option. Yeah, and honestly, before I started this, so you and I talked on our last podcast, I came from Midway, USA, and, you know, before I started, I was kind of over seven brands when I got here originally, and Bog, Bog Pod at that time being one of them. And it was one of those things I'd never done. I'd never shot off a tripod or a shooting stick. I I kind of saw it as, or at least in my head I had it, that was, you know, not stable, and it was, you know, just kind of one of those things where I was the guy met a bipod guy, you know, back home I can sit over a cut bean field or cut corn field and, and kind of go downtown Julie Brown, if you will. So, <laughs> um, so it was kind of one of those things, but at the same time, to your point, I mean, there's a lot of, most of your opportunities are not going to be able to be prone. It's not a perfect bench position, right? So uh, when we set up this death grip, it was the perfect mix of everything. Cause to your point, like you and I both shot mule deer in Nebraska and we had them at sitting height um you can shoot you know if you still want to be in like a missouri or even here where you look over an alfalfa field or whatever you can go prone if you have time and uh just kind of want to stay out of the out of the view of everything but you know standing i shot an elk out in new mexico a couple of years ago and standing height and that was at 375 yards and that's not a shot i think probably never thought i'd make that shot so it's been uh pretty wild to see how much they've helped me especially with the death grip it's it's been incredible
0: See that's neat to me because I started out like I was. I, I know I'm a bad shot, all. <laughs> so I'm like I, I need something to lean on. You know, a rock, a backpack, you know, lean on the side of the tree with your hand, <laughs> kind of holding the tree, and that having that stable shooting platform. You know, I would I would go wherever, whatever I had to try and do it, and you know, really, I, it, it's been a really cool product for a lot of reasons. But you guys went nuts with it. I mean, yeah. I, you know, honestly, I I loved it. And I was like, oh, this thing's great. Now, you know, I'm always going to use one. But it's going to be interesting to see how the, you know, the general public or the, you know, but like you, I think it's cool that you shared that, that you were kind of the front of the, you know, front of the gun mm-hmm. bipod guy for a beanfield. but you even saw like, okay, this is changing the game for me. I can do yeah. everything with well, it. Well,
1: how many shots didn't I take? Because I'm, I'm extremely, you know, we all miss shots. We all make bad shots, but you know, obviously you want to cut down those opportunities. And if I didn't have the perfect shot and I'm sitting there not on the bipod, you'd have to be leaned up and really steady on something. There's a lot of shots I didn't take. So there's a lot of animals I probably could have taken, you know, had I been shooting off something like this sooner. And, and uh, it's, it's been a game changer for me for sure.
0: And I've shot steel plates with you out to a mile. So I know you can shoot. So, I mean, that's, uh, but I mean, that's cool. (laughs) I respect that. That's, you know, and that's what most hunters should aspire to. You don't know, don't pull the trigger unless you've got that steady shot, and that's that's what this has done for me as far as you know with clients. And don't get me wrong; I would love it to weigh a pound and a half, but that's just not realistic for what it is. What you needed to do, gripping the gun, you know. So not only for my kids, for my shooting, but also for the, you know, for my clients. Man, that's the way to go. I mean, Michelle made a shot, and it almost—it's crazy because it's changed so much since I was a kid, not only guns, but scopes and, you know, ammunition and, you know, rest. It's, yeah. it's, it's only different. I mean, and we've talked about that before. I mean, look at Turkey, hunting. used to be, if you made a 30 yard shot at a Turkey, oh, you yeah. know, you were bragging about it now with all the different shots and the chokes, you could reach out. But I say that because my wife made a shot on an antelope with me. We both shot, you know, doe antelope and, they were over 500 yards, yeah, and if you would have said that to me 30 years ago, even 20, you know, maybe 15, I would have said, you're crazy. That's the most irresponsible shot. You know That's not really a shot anybody should take, but this is a shot that she shot, and I've shot successfully a lot on the range. It's She's going to hit that 100 out of 100. I mean, that's all there is, it, unless wind's a huge factor, and there's still situations where we wouldn't take a shot that far, but... She had her back, you know, against the fence post. She had the death grip out in front of her, and I was the same. And we had an adjustable turret on the, on her scope. So, literally, it wasn't like, oh, we're having to guess holdover. It was dial 524 yards or whatever it was and hold dead on. Yeah. And then it's a matter of just having a solid shooting platform. So, you know, that's where that extra seven and a half, eight and a half 8.5 pounds 585 comes in handy because I – I would not have attempted that shot with anything but maybe a real stable backpack. And in that situation, a backpack would have honestly put you too low, and you would have had a little bit of a trick trying to get above the sage. So a sitting position was really the best option. So that's where it came in handy. So it's helped us make shots and clients make shots that I know we wouldn't have gotten
1: without it. You make a really good point because, you know, a long time ago or even early in our – Life or career, or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, you don't think about those shots. You think, wow, I just, you know, I made a 200 yard shot. Holy cow. Right. And, I, and even people to this day, you know, I shot with somebody this summer and great shot at 100. And they're like, oh, I never even thought about 250. And they were ringing steel out there. And they're like, holy cow. And it gives you just see that confidence building. And, and it gives you, like you said, you have the ability. Obviously, take the shot, should be yeah, ethical and responsible, responsible. and pra- make sure you're practicing, you know, like, but if you're practicing and you know you're dope and all that stuff to five, 700, whatever it is. You got a good platform and you just I mean shooting is the same thing, right? Whether you're shooting fifty yards or five hundred, it's breathe, squeeze, hold, all that stuff. So at the end of the day, if you do everything right and you have a good rest and, and you're practicing and you're set up for success. You're gonna be able to
0: make it happen. Yeah. Well, and the other feature, and a lot of people don't even think about this a lot, but I used to always lift my gun up when I saw the animal. The fact that the death grips allowed my kids. To have the gun in shooting position, and me as well. When I'm coyote hunting, um, you used to have to lift the gun up when you saw the animal, and there was a lot of extra movement. And there was an additional chance of getting spotted or spooking an animal. With the death grip, one of the features that I that I also like is the fact that I can put my gun in there, or my son, or my clients. I can tighten it up. I can make sure it's level, and the gun just sits there. Like when I'm calling coyotes, it's not. I don't have to have the gun lean, you know, the butt of the gun lean on my leg and the barrel pointed straight up, you know, which I would do a lot with the older, yes. you know, the bean bog pod. Um, my gun's there in shooting position, pointing at the decoy or the call. It's, it's it's ready to roll. And I have minimal movement because all I have to do is tuck in behind it. So if I'm calling bobcats for an hour, or, you know, cots for 30, 45 minutes, my gun's ready to roll. I don't have to mess with it. So just that feature to me was something that I went wow over the years you know that's that saved me animals save clients animals saves my family animals and and given us a stable platform and in the situation of a predator if it's a coyote and all bets are off to me I, right. I'm sorry I you know we, we I've watched them eat calves you know you know rip, rip hindquarters out of halves that are yep. know, calves that are still alive so you know deer out things like that uh when it comes to coyote I, you know I'm that guy that'll I'll, uh, I'll take a 400-yard a shot through the ditches. I don't care. Right. Um, you know, in this country, we just think a little differently about coyotes. Still like them, still think they're awesome animals, and, you know, certainly don't want to, uh, you know, make one suffer. Sure. But, boy, I'm going to reach out and try and take a shot if I have a yeah. shot.
1: Yeah, and the beautiful thing, kind of what you're alluding to right now, is like somebody experiences as experienced as you and such a good shot to, to see the – Benefit of a death grip for you, and then you think about really the people that it probably benefits the most is the new hunters, like the uh, whether they're youth or whether they're elderly or or just new to the sport. I mean, just think about how unstable you are when you. I mean, it's hard to imagine back that far, but I kind of remember back when I was or <laughs> or whatever ten years old. And I remember my dad saying, "You can't always shoot off a backpack laying down." Like, so you know, the to be able to throw these in a the blind, even. You know, we've had a lot of people have just come to us and said it's, it's been crazy because i was able to take my kid out turkey hunting and they shot their first turkey and and uh we, we kind of heard a little bit of that with the field pod series before but the death grip has just been i mean it's a success story after success story on these youth especially youth but also new to new to the sport and kind of giving them the confidence and the ability to make the shot
0: oh shotguns turkey hunting i mean there's there's a, like you say, there's a bunch of different applications, a lot of people that you can go, man, that that made it super handy for them. And then you guys came out, and I got to play with some other cool stuff, like the Great Divide. Right. You know, yep. you had, you know, adjustability. You had a lighter weight platform. I was using it on a goat hunt and a sheep hunt. And I'm like, man, the cool because you could go from – you still had the rest, so, you know, you wanted to get in there and uh, have a tripod rest, but then you could swap out – and you could mount your spotting scope or your binoculars. And now you guys have even newer, you're kind of going out of the, the Great Divide and coming up with the new – what's the new one that we that you guys have out there with the dovetail setup? It's not the Great Divide.
1: Actually, it is. Yeah, so you had it right. It was the Great Divide, but what you had uh – was the adrenaline? So you can actually put the adrenaline, which is oh, probably okay, gotcha, one that gotcha. you would use a lot as well, because it, it was kind of the old CLD platform, the RLD, where they had to the switch system. Right. But you can actually hook up a Great Divide head to it and uh-huh. then throw in that Death Grip ultralight. So basically, kind of all in, you're about four and a half pounds. And it, you know, you talked about it earlier, seven and a half and is and fantastic for a lot of things. But there's other times where you're in the mountains or just don't want to. You're going to walk miles, so you want something lightweight. And we had a lot of uh, customer feedback on that and. We came out with that in 2020, and it's been really popular. Of course.
0: Yeah, well, it's half the way to the of the death crit with you know, basically a lot of the same features, right? Um, you know, but being able to switch back and forth and go from binoculars to spotting scope because the Great Divide was a pretty slick. I was like, wow, it's kind of a it's kind of a cool setup, um, you know, and having the extra components to be able to make it do a lot of different things
1: yeah because it was really it's a compact that great divide tripod is extremely compact i mean it's not the lightest small tripod out there but you know it's built for durability it's built for compactness and that's the feedback we've gotten from a lot of people on that so then to be able to add that desk grip head onto that has been kind of a game changer too
0: how about wildlife you know a lot of people don't know this i think you do but i'm an avid Wildlife photographer, yeah. I love it. I yeah. know that sounds weird for a hunter. I mean, hunters understand it, but a lot of people that don't, they're like, "What? You know what? You love animals? Yeah, of course I love animals. <laughs> you know, I I just also like to eat them. Right, right. Um, but you know, <laughs> I love day too. Usually, They <laughs> just don't know it. <laughs> and I love taking wildlife photos of everything from birds. To, you know, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It, it, I just I, I enjoy it, and you know, uh, keeps me outdoors and keeps me doing fun things. And I'm always looking for you know neat photo opportunities. Uh, you know, Tim that guides with us and, you know, running this deal, he he saw a black fox the other day. And I'm like, oh, you saw a black fox. I got to get my camera out there and take a picture of that thing. Well, I've used the death grip to literally, you know, get me a, a stable platform for my cameras before as well. So there's a whole nother application, you know, besides binoculars and spotting scopes, a lot of my stuff is geared toward hunting, but it's also kind of neat to go, hey, wow, here's a whole nother Application,
1: yeah, we it's stuff that you don't intend to hit. You know, the market you're not trying to hit when you come out, and then there's benefits for a lot of people. So that's been another thing I think that has kind of resonated with people. The we always talk about the versatility. I probably said it a hundred times in any video I say, but ver- versatility and stability. But but really, that's it. I mean, even if we didn't design it that way, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, we designed it that way. Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> so, you could do this yeah, with, yeah, that's, that was purposeful. No, but uh, we're glad that it's helping people, whether it's shooting or you know, spotting scope or photography or whatever it is. I mean, whatever it takes to make people happy and be successful, whatever they're doing, then we're in.
0: And what's the top, I mean, hasn't that been one of the top sellers for the Bog brand now? I mean, you guys have, yes. how many... Uh,
1: it's the flagship for sure.
0: Oh, flagship. Yeah. Good yeah. word. Ooh, how many, that's good to see. That's why you're the brand. <laughs> yeah. That's why you're the brand manager, right? The flagship. Yeah, yeah occasionally so, I hit a home run. Well, <laughs> I went home
1: run, that was the base hit, but we'll, we'll call it that.
0: <laughs> how many different products do you have in the Bog line? Uh, if you were to guess, like just...
1: Probably... 25 to 30 across all of our categories which is huge that's a lot of different products yeah it's ground blinds game cameras uh death or tripods shooting six death grips of course and and uh chairs also now so yeah (laughs) we're it's expanding and that was part of the whole getting rid of that pod part right on bog pod you know we don't want to get keyhold into one bog pod limits you Right. At least how we look like at it. Just by going of, with Bog. Yeah. It kinda opens you up to, to exploring new options and, and doing it the right way. Obviously. You want to build stuff like the death grip that people trust and want to use and then opens up other categories. So
0: is that still though like you said, that's a, that, a, that yeah. that's 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 still the top top tier right there. Right.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then obviously you see us building on that. We came out with the camo death grip this year, so uh there'll be a real tree escape version, it's actually out now. And then there's a Mossy Oak bottomland version coming out. So we nice. expect that to be, that's a pretty rabid following on the bottomland crowd. So I <laughs> uh, expect that to be pretty big.
0: What's your favorite, the aluminum or the carbon? Do you have a favorite I, between I the two Death Grips? I would probably grips? say
1: carbon. I mean, I like them both, but with the carbon, you've got that kind of that noise dampening. You know, the aluminum's fantastic and great for almost anything you could do. But for hunting purposes... You know, I don't want to hit it with my boot or something and go ding. Right. Um, the other side of that is the, you know, we talked about it earlier, but if it's cold out, you know, it's a lot easier to hold carbon fiber. I mean, the, the bow companies were onto that a long time ago, right, with the <laughs> risers and all that. So, um, yeah, I'd say it's probably the carbon fiber death grip. And I love the ability to just shoot, obviously, off a off bench because I shoot a lot. And we shoot a lot out here. and oh, yeah. And then uh, to be able to stand and shoot at the same time, so – yeah, it's, it's currently probably my favorite.
0: So for our, for our listeners, can you in uh, on anything that uh, on the bog, you know, shooting rest side that uh, you guys are working on or tweaking or anything exciting?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, currently we talked about that camouflage death grip, and that's, there's some, definitely some stuff in the works but, that I can't really divulge yet. But uh, we talked about it last time, the disco death grip. It's taken a little longer to actually, like, bring that to market. But, uh, but no, I mean, there's, there's definitely – that side of it we, we're, we're always trying to innovate and stay current on the tripod shooting shooting stick lineup and and just continue obviously this death grip is we've had fantastic feedback off it and every app uh every application that we can actually come up with that would help people then we're going to drive it of course
0: nice we biggest market i know is the u.s but is there another Country that you would say, like, I would assume Africa, just because of all the hunting in Africa, but is there another country or anything else that is starting to pick that up where you guys are going, wow, you know what? We're seeing a lot of sales in this country or or that country.
1: I don't necessarily... I don't know if I could speak per se to kind of all that, but you know, obviously it's going to be popular in a place like Canada as well. I mean, if you think about all the big game hunting up in Canada. Is that um, really
0: a foreign country? Come on, they're right next to that's us. That's a good point. Uh, no, I, you know, uh, you're like right. I mean, technically, things. they have different money. You're you're right.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say hoser, we don't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, by the way. Uh, they looked at me like I was foreign, which I was when I was up there, and they're like, what? And I'm like, never mind. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I Forget yeah, that one. Yeah, forget hey. that joke. It's a bad joke. <laughs> i have a lot of those but uh no i mean i think that there's a lot of application like you said with africa for especially the shooting stick side and i'm sure the the death care but you've been over there um it's you see shooting sticks every time you see an african hunt Um, and then again canada whether it's bear or moose or you name it elk mule deer it's it's applicable everywhere
0: love it well thanks for taking the time to sit down with me and Talk a little bit about the uh, about the Bog lineup, some of the new exciting stuff you guys have coming up. And we were just shooting uh, shooting traps, so it's oh, not yeah. just rifles. We play with pistols, rifles, shotguns. I mean, you like That's to bow hunt like do. I do. We, yeah. we pretty much, if it'll fling something faster than we can throw it, we're all about it. Yeah. Slingshots at levels, I don't care.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful thing about being here. You know, you come out here and it's just... I mean, if it was a hunt, it would be a general bag limit. We're just doing everything. So. Yeah, we're having we're having
0: fun. Right, so right. we uh, we're shooting trap early. We're gonna go back out shoot some shotguns, and then we're gonna uh, do some long range uh, blinking. But yep. thanks for taking the time to sit down with me again. Yep. Always fun to talk to you about the new stuff. And then uh, when you can divulge some of the uh, yeah, there'll be some more coming. That I can talk brand about new stuff that. soon. You'll have to uh, have to sit down with me yeah. again.
1: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: Thanks, Chase.